Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Dante. And Michelle. And you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included. A, a, <laughs> a podcast where we try to find all the missing pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. And today we're going to be talking about how society has influenced our perception on what it means to be physically fit and how our perception has changed as we got older. But before we dive in, let's go ahead and check in. What's going on with you? I am I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling rejuvenated. Feeling good, feeling great. Yes. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Yeah, so my You know what song I'm talking about? It sounds familiar. <laughs> Never mind. All right. <laughs> I am still thinking about our weekend trip to Austin, Texas a few days ago. Um, and it's just made me like realize I miss traveling, but I'm glad that we got to do it. And I'm glad we made the most of that weekend. Um, I'm feeling rested. I had a very productive week at work. Um, it's just been good all around. So getting ready for the weekend and yeah, just what does it mean to be productive at work? Because I, I haven't held a desk job before, so I don't know yeah. what that feels like. As an event coordinator, I guess what you would think of like as closing a sale or like booking reservations okay. in spaces. Um, it's like picking up a little more because we've been a little slow over the, oh, the summertime. I and okay. so I've just, I mean, I've been getting a lot of inquiries and I've been closing those inquiries, meaning like I've been creating more bookings, Damn, more reservations. Okay, so. so you're a salesperson. Like, do they call in and they're like, hey, what's up? What y'all got for me? And they're <laughs> like, yo, check this out. We got this space over here. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um Okay, so it so, makes yeah. it makes sense now because I thought your job was pretty much routine every day. Like I know that it's got to be seasonal, most likely seasonal. Meaning there are those really busy we- those really mm-hmm. busy seasons, really slow seasons. Obviously, sure. you said that, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's where I was thinking. Like, oh well, there should be a <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't you do the same shit every day? <laughs> you just book shit and then it ebbs plan and, stuff. It ebbs and, and flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with events. Okay. Yeah, it's been a really good one, and we're getting ready for our next event. You know, it's like one after the other. Bro, they this never is, take a break. This is the fifth plane today, so we've had to we've stopped the recording multiple times just to get the noise out. And then there was one plane that was just circling over the house. <laughs> I swear, it was circling over the house for a good like five to ten minutes. You know, for those uh, listeners in Seattle, you can maybe. This is kind of like a clue as to where he lives. <laughs> it's like finding Waldo. Yeah. Instead of finding Waldo's finding life. Well, you yeah. know those like those drama movies where it's like there's or a missing where is person. Waldo? Yeah. There's a missing person. Or like someone's missing and you're you're trying to find them and then they send this like this ransom video. And you're like <laughs> you're like, Oh, look at listen to the background audio. I'm just yeah. train tracks. It's, it's like that. That's funny. So, um, you're gonna go back to Austin though, you think? I would go back to Austin, yeah. but you know what I'm really looking forward to now is actually trying out Houston, trying out Houston, visiting Houston. Okay. Because Austin, H Town, baby. While it was Paul like, Wall. while it was like a very cool, like hip city, um, I realize it. I guess it's like a little bit more of a college town, and what Houston? I hear. No, Austin. Oh, Austin. Okay, okay. Yeah. And what I hear about Houston is it's like a little bit more grown, a little bit more city life, like LA like. And so I'm looking forward to visiting Houston sometime in the future. Mm, okay. I just didn't expect much from Texas, but like Texas the barbecue. Fuck, did you ex- really only barbecue? 
I don't know what I I didn't expect much from Texas and Fall I will wall. say I will say my expectations were very low and like I mentioned in the previous episode my husband got to pick the destination and I had no say in it so when he was like Austin I was like okay I, I'm fine with it because it's a new city we haven't been to before. Yeah. I'll try it out. Yeah. But I tell you what, we got to the airport, and before we left the airport, I had like, I really fell in like with Austin, nice. and I was like very excited. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So yeah. I have this thing where I have to buy a shot glass from every place city or every oh, yeah really? every place uh-huh. I visit, right? So I feel like a lot of people do that, mm. but I want to build a um, like a a map of the U.S. That serves as a shot glass shelf. Uh-huh. So each state is going to have that shot glass for the location. Oh, here's number six. Another plane. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. You know what my new my new thing is? What? Every city that I travel to now, I want to visit an independent bookstore. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that yesterday. Maybe off air. Off right. the mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I think it it's like... It's not so touristy, and it gives me a, a feel of the place as a local. Okay. And it just gives me a little insider action, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not so crowded. Gives me a feel of the town. Yeah. Nice, nice, yep. nice. What have you been up to? How are not you feeling? Not a damn thing, man. So How about this? Let me change it. Not what have you been up to, because you always talk about, I'll let you guys know if I do something exciting. Yeah, I know. Like, this is... This... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't. Okay, what were we gonna ask? Sorry, I was just gonna be like, like, how are you? Okay, so I'll answer that in a second. <laughs> now, I feel like I live through my clients because I'm always asking them, "Hey, what have you been up to? What's going on this weekend? What do you got planned? What did you do last weekend?" And I had a few clients that are like, "Fuck, I realize all I do is study. I don't do shit." And these are the clients that are at UW, right? Mm-hmm. So some of their students. Most of them are students. Well, students could still do shit, right? But the PhD students are like super busy with research. Number seven. Um, Keep (laughs) counting. Damn. So, yeah, go ahead and keep counting. We're at seven planes so far. So, my clients were. um, There was one specific client. She was like, man, I don't. I don't know. I was just hanging out doing. Like with my boyfriend or doing research, right? And so, I think it was maybe the third or fourth week in she said Dante I got something for you Mm -hmm. me and my boyfriend we actually like went out and we did stuff in the city Mm -hmm. and I told him that I got so worried that you're gonna ask me on Monday what am I doing and I needed something to do (laughs) so it pushed her to go out and do something which is pretty dope and then now here I am you asked me what I'm doing I'm not doing shit yeah yeah but how am I doing I have something to say about that go ahead no 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 go finish how are you doing so so i'm doing okay plant sale is um well it's gonna pass when you guys listen to this but it's um gonna be tomorrow yes and i'm exhausted so planning that i'm really far behind there are not enough hours in the day Mm -hmm. i've mentioned before that even my occupational therapist was worried about me not getting enough rest and i think like i'm almost at that threshold knocking on wood that I don't get sick again because previous episodes I'm like sick every other episode right mm-hmm. but you know I think that I finally got a, a good routine going with which days I give most time to the plants and and then the gym and then the training and all the other shit mm-hmm. and now I added another thing to my plate I'm selling seeds plant seeds mm. so I made my first sale <laughs> on ebay i was like oh Oh, shit finally someone's buying my shit 
But I'm packing everything up for tomorrow's plant sale mm-hmm. and hopefully dishing all that stuff off, mm-hmm. which is extremely tedious, but I'm enjoying the learning process. And I think that um, this is a whole just learning experience, you know? And when you yeah. say you're selling seeds, these are seeds from your garden. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I'm letting a lot of stuff go to seed so I could collect it, save those for the previous or for the uh, following year mm-hmm. and then replant some of that stuff in the garden for the fall and then mm-hmm. use that shit to just start cooking. And during the plant sale, I'm actually going to be making pesto from ingredients grown in the garden. Ooh, what yes. kind of recipe are you making? First off, it's very smart of you to do. Like showcasing it, right? During the plant sale? No, I oh, was talking about letting your plants go to seed. Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. But no, also, also making something from scratch. It's almost like a demo, yep. you know, yeah. or like when you go to a market and being like Pike Place Market and they're selling all the fruit and they like let you sample it yep. and you're just this Costco 2.0 Pike Place Market 2.0. Yeah. Yep. Pike Place. Pike place. Place. Yeah. Pike place. Well, Costco has the samples. Sometimes they're cooking right in front yeah, of you, right? Yeah, they do, but that's like big box. So like, oh, that is true. Market, you know? Wait, is Costco nationwide? Yes. Okay. Huh? For real? Well, because like Safeway's not nationwide. It's a West Coast thing. And it's mostly niche. Northwest. Well, you know, I have been to Costco in other states. I've never been to one on the East Coast, though. So I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. It's somewhere wide. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they have different offerings, too. Yeah. You know, which is, I mean, exciting. Okay, so prior to this, what I wanted to, I wanted to piggyback off your story, how you often ask your clients, what did you do? What have you been up to? And so you mentioned it was three to four weeks in, and she anticipated you asking her. Yeah. And she wanted to do something <laughs> so she could give you an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently saw this story... Actually, my husband sent it to me, and it was about a dad who has two kids, two boys. No way. And and the dad is talking about how every day there's, like, a set of four questions that he asks his kids. Uh-huh. One of them, like, what is something kind you did for someone? What is something kind that someone did for you? What was the best part of your day? And, like, what was the worst part of your day? Mm-hmm. And to him asking these questions to their kids so often, it made their kids actively think throughout the day, what is one kind thing I'm going to do mm-hmm. that I can tell my dad? And what's one kind thing that someone's doing for me? And I think that helps people be present and be mindful. And he's like instilling that in yep. his children, which, you know, not, I mean, who's thinking like that as kids? Well, I used to do that with someone I dated when she the person I dated that had kids oh yeah I used to do that with them after oh, school my bad like oh what did you learn from school what was the best day oh, yeah. or whatever yeah 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 um like that kind we, of stuff but I think it's pretty cool that, that sounds like a good idea I think there's more common questions like how was your day and what did you do yeah but those are those can be kind of surface level and I think over time the kids just find them like eh yeah it was good good I just wonder like are the kids really thinking about these questions or do they just get tired of them but anyways i like how i mean in your sense with your client she anticipated that from you and she wanted to tell you something yeah she's like what are we gonna gonna do today babe i got to tell dante something (laughs) that shit was hilarious man and ever since then she was like she was doing something every time oh yeah every time yeah yeah yeah. she was pretty dope she was pretty dope it was threw me off because she had a um a mix between like a chinese and UK accent 
she spent some time in the UK. Cool. And she was born in China. So certain words, like, you, you can hear it with some Indian, some people from India, too. Okay. Certain parts of India, you know, they'll have a slight UK accent or British accent when they <laughs> say certain things. And I was like, the fuck is going on? Because mm-hmm. accents freak me, not freak me out, but it throws me off when I don't hear them normally. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, okay. So, like, if I hear a New York accent mm-hmm. or a Southern draw mm-hmm. or, um... Or, like, yeah, just any other country. I'm like, what the fuck is happening You're right so now? You're so funny. That those, okay. I'm like, those are not countries. Those are states or, like, regions in the U.S. But no, you're also ac- talking about... I, I didn't say... I just said accent, didn't I? Nah, true. But yeah, your, so examples, were, to do with your examples were state-based, and then you followed up with countries, yeah, so well, that threw me off. But to, you did say Indian before. Well, I just said accent, right? I don't think it was about... Well, maybe I said accent from a different country, but either way, it's like just anybody that, uh, any type of accent that you don't normally, at least I don't normally hear, right? Yeah. And for me, I think a Australian accent is pretty much similar eight. to, is that eight? I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like an Australian accent is somewhat similar to a, a UK accent or a British accent. Certain Ooh. words. Okay. Certain words. Okay. But yeah, I don't watch any episodes or any, I don't watch any TV shows or any movies that are just straight up UK mm, accents. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not a big fan of that. Like The Office, the British oh. version or the UK version. Oh, uh-huh. I don't watch that. <laughs> I'm good. It's too, it's way That's too right. much for me. And it sucks because like I heard it's really funny. Uh-huh. And there's no problem with understanding what they're talking about. I just mm-hmm. cannot handle oh. I can't handle it. I'm stressed out thinking about it. Gosh, do you think we have accents here in the Pacific Northwest? I think so. Some people say we do. Some people, I have heard that. And I wonder, you know, because we have listeners from all over the country. Thank you for being here, by the way, and listening. But I wonder, like, if our accents, like, sound really weird and, like, just foreign to them. I bet where they're listening, like, they're like, what the fuck are they saying? (laughs) (laughs) While here in the Pacific Northwest, I think we have, like, the most plain, like, we have no accent. Yeah, yeah, We're, like, accent-less. Lack of accent. Okay, how many uh, how many more times can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Rearrange those words a few more times. I think you got about six more sentences. Yeah, but yes, but yeah. Okay, so you mentioned you were on vacation earlier, and you know I'm going to be going on vacation soon. And you know every time we do our check-ins, I'm always talking about work, right? And even when I'm on vacation, it. Sometimes I do have a work mindset. And then if I could turn that off, there's still something that doesn't change with me, which is working out. Mm-hmm. So I try to get a workout in whenever I'm on vacation. Like I'm still an early, early riser. I'm at like 5, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that's my internal clock usually, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, fuck, I might as well work out because most people that I'm traveling with are still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Do you still work out or try to get some exercise in while you're, um, while you're traveling? This is funny because for some time, we would always bring workout clothes on the trips, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you hope. You're like, oh, there's a gym at the hotel. We're going to bring workout clothes and we're like going to get a workout in. It never ends up happening unless it's like a scheduled hike you know, in our destination, like more than likely I'm not working. I feel like that's majority of the people. They pack shit. It never happens. Yeah. You know, you get, uh, I think I've worked out on vacation maybe once or twice. Damn. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it's just not my lifestyle. So if it's not your lifestyle, your normal day to day activity, Mm -hmm. right? Why would you plan to do it while you're on vacation? 
I don't know. Maybe because I think maybe the problem with me not working out in my day to day is like, oh, I don't have time or I don't make the active effort to make time. Okay. But if I'm on vacation, I'm like, well, if I don't jam pack my schedule and there's a gym at the hotel, like, oh, I'll have access to it. It's on site. Yeah. Bring it just in case there's downtime and you want to like go for a quick whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for a quick whatever. I will say I do like lifting weights more than cardio. Not a cardio person. Yeah, I'm. T- <laughs> my cardio is through sports. Uh-huh. So basketball, football, um, whatever. Whenever I could run while playing a sport, I'm in. Soccer, I suck at soccer, but damn, I'm down. It's a for lot of it. running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a question for you as mm-hmm. a physical trainer. Personal trainer, okay. Throws me off when people say physical trainer. I guess it's. Is that even? Is that the wrong term? Physical trainer. Personal trainer. Sure, there's some places that call it a physical, call people physical trainers. As someone in the industry, fitness industry, training people, um, do you think there are certain trends with fitness? Meaning, the reasoning behind people getting fit. Are there trends to it? Oh yeah, fitness is definitely trendy. You know. So what do you think the trend was before? And what do you think it is now? I don't think it changes with throughout the years. I think it changes through everyone's biological or chronological clock. Clock, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know your idea of being fit when you're in your twenties, or when you're a teenager or your early twenties is going to be different than your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Oh, for and sure. Yeah, I notice everybody that's like fifty plus, they all have the same idea of what it means to be fit, mm. and. It's mostly because, you know, they've experienced a ton of shit and they know how they don't want to feel <laughs> mm-hmm. as they get older. Yeah. And, you know, when you're younger, it's usually about aesthetics. Uh, yes. When I started training over at UW, I had to tell my boss that I'm not taking anybody that only wants to look good. Mm. And that bothers me to take on those clients because, sorry, bothers me is the wrong, is the wrong thing to say. I would say that I'd rather take on those that have a different reason to train mm-hmm. because if your sole purpose for training is to look good mm-hmm. then there's not going to be any reason for you to keep pushing once you achieved your goal mm-hmm. right yeah What's when up? i so once when i was younger I did get a personal trainer one time. I, like, had just joined this gym. Okay. And I got a personal trainer. And my reasoning for that was, I'm going to Hawaii soon. I just, like, you know, want to shed some pounds, inches, whatever it may be, you know? Uh-huh. Just want to be a little bit more fit for Hawaii. Yeah. And I think what you're trying to say is, so that's, like, very, that's a short-term goal in that sense. Like, I just want to get fit for Hawaii. And I think you saying, I think what you mean is like you rather work with clients who have a long-term goal and who like stick with it. Well, is that right? I wouldn't say I wouldn't go that far to say it that way. Okay. Just because, like getting like your specific example, yeah, that's short term. Yeah. There are people that want to look a certain way, Mm -hmm. and they realize it is going to be a long-term goal. Mm. But after you've achieved that, then Mm. what do you do? Then what? So it's really just about the goal. Not about short-term versus long-term. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people that have a short-term goal of, let's say, like rehabbing their shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, we'll go through that. And mm-hmm. if they okay. really only want to rehab their shoulder, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to have you for a long period of time or see you multiple times throughout the week. I'd rather take you through the exercises, teach you how to do them, and have you do them on your own. 
because I can open up my time for someone that can really utilize my expertise, right? And so I think if you have a deeper purpose for your fitness journey, then I'd rather take you on as a client. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to neglect people that really want to train with me. It's just that mm-hmm. I'd rather serve those that that really need my help. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hey, don't get me wrong though, man. When I was younger, I wasn't really too much into aesthetics, uh, aesthetic goals. It was more so for performance. Um, and I'm still like that now, mm-hmm. but I am going on a trip to Hawaii and I'm like, yo, I really want to cut this weight, man. I really want to cut the weight. And a lot of people have this idea that every nine. personal trainer, <laughs> uh, a lot of people have this every this idea that every trainer is going to be in the best shape possible. And it's like, nah, when you're busy, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't have time to work out yeah. as much as you think we do. Yeah. Like there was times I was working 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck am I going to fit in yeah. training? Right. You know, so I do what I can. And I think that now I've been able to open up my schedule to really train how I want to. But fuck, when you're in your 30s, it's your body don't work the same. <laughs> your body, your exercises have to change. Your yeah. your um, intensity level changes a little bit too. Yeah. It's insane. What did it mean for you to be physically fit when you were younger? Let's say. Everything was performance. For When do you start working out? When Who, do you me? think? No, yeah, I think like in like, what's like the average age for when you think people start working out i want to say guys is middle school really yeah that seems early to me you think so to me as a woman middle school but again who i mean i wasn't thinking about fitness when i was younger let alone like aesthetics or performance so actually my high school offered a weight training class Mm -hmm. and i remember like being in gym class and they showed us the weight room and i was like i'm not gonna use this stuff like i have no interest in this yeah i don't know how to use these machines properly you know again that was me in high school though over the years that has definitely changed and like i said i am more of a weight training person nowadays Mm -hmm. than a cardio person but yeah back in like high school it was like nothing to me well i think that's also (laughs) like the gender i also say i wasn't like very athletic (laughs) Well, even if you were, I feel like when we were in middle school and high school, as far as sports goes, they were really trying to get girls to play sports, especially in high school, just to get people on the basketball team or the uh-huh. um, or the softball team or even tennis. It's like they were trying to pick up whoever they can, and mm-hmm. there were flyers everywhere. But for all the, all the men's sports, mm-hmm. it was pretty simple, and I feel like that's just a, a gender difference there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just more more boys are interested in playing sports and getting stronger than most girls are at that age you know mm-hmm. yeah and you notice when once you get to college like oh it's, it's about totally the same change yeah it's oh, about the same me. i remember being oh no no, no so... sorry sorry i'm talking oh. about the interest in wanting to work out and get stronger it's about the same oh in females and males yeah in females and males yeah, yeah so okay. that's where it changes yes. yeah yes yeah yeah in college i was definitely surrounded by other girls who were interested and yeah. like always in the gym and i was like oh okay it's crazy right the switch <laughs> yeah it's so crazy because it's like well you just you just go to university and then all of a sudden you just want to work out to, yeah I'm like Everyone's all right to the gym <laughs> all right, uh, okay yeah <laughs> yeah no it was really like that so i don't know like when the transition actually i do know when the transition happened for me it was after college straight out of college my well husband now but boyfriend at the time we moved to utah 
Like, he got a job offer, and we freaking moved to Utah. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, we didn't know anybody there. Mm-hmm. And his job was, like, 70% travel, where he would be away for, like, 12, 15 hours a day. Sometimes he'd be away for, like, one to two days at a time. Yeah. And here I am. I don't know anybody in Utah, and I'm, like, trying to figure out, what do I do with my time? Mm-hmm. How do I keep sane? And I resorted to working out. Yeah. And so I would do, like, two-a-days... Dang, you didn't have shit to do. (laughs) In addition to meditation, I didn't have shit to do. I mean, I was job applying. (laughs) And I I remember like traveling back to Seattle, like to and from Utah a little bit because I had so much, you know, I had the free time. But like, like, what am I, what should I do today? I think think I'll hop on a flight. (laughs) (laughs) But like the, this little stint in Utah, we were there for a year, but like I was like the most fit I ever was. Yeah, yeah. Physically, I I lost a lot of weight. Mm And then mentally, too. Yeah. I was the most physically and mentally fit I had ever been, mm-hmm. which was a 360, or is it a 180? 180. It's a 180. Yeah, 360, from... you just <laughs> yeah, going back to the same spot. Yeah. It was a 180 from when I moved to Utah. Yeah. It was a mind trip. But yeah, ever since then, I've like had this, there's like passion, and I've always appreciated weight training. Well, that, that probably shows how much of an influence your environment has on you and your perception yes. of fitness right let's oh man jersey shore days okay what, what um, about jersey shore days g what is it called gtl oh, gtl gym tan laundry yeah yeah so <laughs> oh i fucking got i mean i'm too dark to tan so i don't partake in that stuff but um well, still get dark though oh, yeah, Wait, still hold get on hella dark. you got dark you got dark. Yeah. You go dark. Oh yeah, never mind. You're watching. I just tan. don't I just don't tan. <laughs> it just happens when I'm in the sun for like five minutes. But I can't even tell you're wearing a black shirt right now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Akon over here, man. Um But yeah, so like that was that was an era. I feel like Jim go Tim going out to the club. Uh-huh. Everybody wanted to get a pump in, so they'll do like <laughs> they'll do some exercises to make sure their shirt fits a little bit tighter. Uh-huh. You know, just so they can look a certain way when they get into the club. Oh and it's kinda of funny because all the lights are gonna be off, right? So you can't really see shit uh-huh. until the lights come on. You can only see yourselves when you're entering and exiting. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then when usually when we would go to the club, it's already dark. So oh what do people really get to see? That's so funny. You mentioned Jersey Shore. Do you think they had such like an influence on society? Or oh. like, how old were we then? What, what? Twenty. I think I wouldn't. No, no, no. I want to say like nineteen to like twenty-four. Yeah, I was going to say early to mid-20s. Yeah. That could have been very influential on our, like, age yeah. range. Well, what's the, trip is, what's the trip is that it was extremely influ- influential, but you never see them work out. At least I really? don't remember them. I don't remember them going to the gym. Maybe no, there was, like, one like or two it. episodes of them mm, going to the gym. Sure. But there was never one whole episode about them working out because it was reality TV. Maybe they right? were always getting ready to go to the gym and then, like, after the They're workout. They're taxi. Yeah. The cabs, the, the cabs are here. <laughs> the cabs are here. <laughs> and so, yeah, they were definitely getting ready for the club. Yeah. But, you know, everybody saw Ten. how they looked. God damn. You would think I'd live, like, right underneath an airport or something. <laughs> ah, no clues, no clues. <laughs> but, but yeah, so they were, you know, you got the aesthetics, right? Yeah. From And so it's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, shit, I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. And... I felt like it built this false um, false impression of what it means to really be fit. You know, I'm not saying that they took any steroids or anything like that, but the sole purpose was to be aesthetic, and or to be aesthetic, 
to be aesthetically pleasing. Mm. Right? And why, did, at that age, did we think that that's what being fit means? And there are still people that think that way. Whether, like, they look at someone, they're like, oh, wow, this person looks really fit because mm-hmm. they look really buff or they look really lean, right? Mm-hmm. But they probably can't even lift their arms straight above their head. Or they can't even, like, squat all the way down to pick something up off the ground properly, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's one as to me, that's one aspect of being fit, which is mobility or mm-hmm. flexibility, right? And no one ever really considers that until you're in your 30s. Right? You try to get out of bed, your back cracks, your oh knees buckle. Gosh. The second you turn 30. Seriously. The second. Right? I swear, my 30th birthday, I was like, oh shit, it's my birthday. Let me get up. I was like, oh, my back's stuck. <laughs> like, what is this? What's going on? What's yes. going on? And it's interesting because, like, everyone does think the same once you hit 30. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh. Your body starts to deteriorate. Yeah, but you start like, feeling oh. these weird cracks, these pops happening, and yeah. it's like, whoa. Where did this come from? It, it yeah. hits you quick. It does. So, textbook standards, right? Like, just based on research and shit, men usually peak around their mid-30s. Physically oh, peak wow. around their mid-30s. And then women, I think they say, like, late 20s to early 30s. Oh, my God. That's so sad. And this is, like, <laughs> physical performance, right? Damn. But none of us are really thinking about that. When we're, well, I no. want to say majority of the people aren't really thinking about that. Yeah. But, and the reason why I think majority of the people aren't thinking that way it's because of the people that i train and so i usually do get the undergrad students that are like i want to look good mm-hmm. and then all my ph my um my masters or phd students they are in it for other reasons they do want to get in shape to look a certain way but they also want to feel good while moving around campus feel good while they're doing their normal day-to-day activities right yeah and you don't usually see that with the younger crowds different reasonings at different or- stages well you in know, life you know what really bothers me is this one specific guy this white dude on i see him on instagram okay his ads and he, he looks like he's in really good shape okay he and he always starts off his videos with like hey you think cardio is what makes you lose weight that's not the answer you think carbs it was is what makes you fat not at all i eat donuts every day and look at me i'm super ripped and he just keeps going on and on and on just saying all these different things that kind of contradict what people think um would help them to get in shape right Mm -hmm. and he's like oh yeah just look at me i do this all the time and i'm just i'm super ripped i'm in really good shape but he never tells people how he's getting in shape and he's just using his body his appearance Mm -hmm. to sell something right okay and I feel like that's what a lot of people do on social media. They use their um, physical image mm-hmm. to act as if they know how to train people. Mm-hmm. And they know how to get people in shape or they know what it means to really be fit. You know? Yeah, I mean, but like, they look fit. So it's like, how did they get there? And I'm thinking of someone with like, big arms. They got the abs. Like, you know, like they, they look fit. Mm-hmm. So... Wouldn't they know a thing or two about getting fit? Because they look it. So, again, and that this is all perspective, right? Uh-huh. So, what does being fit mean to you? What does being fit mean to me? Yeah. Okay, so, being physically fit, what it means to me. I think of someone who is, like, who has stamina or endurance, um, strength, um, flexibility, 
agility, whatever. Um, agility, flexibility, a little bit different there. But okay, sorry. Okay. Gosh, <laughs> you're a personal trainer, you would know. Um, call me out. But I mean, like, those are the kind of things that come to mind when I think of someone who's physically fit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But do you see what I mean? Like, if someone... 11. If right. someone does look physically fit, though, yeah. like, a, I'm thinking, like, a bodybuilder image. Okay. Maybe not on the extreme side, but, like, oh, you could tell that guy works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't you think they would... It looks like, oh, yeah, that guy knows a thing or two. I think... So, I think knowing a thing or two is different than... Being able to train. No, so, I guess I shouldn't have gone that route. It was specifically for that person. Okay. Uh, only because when it comes to training... I've run into a lot of people that are bodybuilders, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, oh, dude, you should bodybuild. I'm like, bro, I'm 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, on a good day. What the, what the <laughs> fuck do I look like being yoked? Like, there's been, <laughs> for real, like, there is times where dudes were, um, I mean, there was a period where my my, my arms were pretty big, like, uh-huh. and I, I feel like for my height, like, I my arms are bigger than most, than most people, and my shoulders are pretty broad. Like, I don't need to be bigger than... Than I am. <laughs> if you were to see <laughs> images of me standing next to people that are about the same height as me, or even a little bit taller, like you can just tell, like I'm pretty stocky. And so, when you run into these bodybuilders, all they know how to do is bodybuild. They don't know how to coach or train people. Mm. And so, let's say with you're talking about a bodybuilder or a just someone that looks really cut, right? Mm-hmm. Your, Someone that looks really cut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they know a thing or two, but that's probably going to be being fit to them. And yeah. I'm talking, again, yeah. about that specific person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, from my perception, uh, what it means to be fit, yeah, strength is good. Muscular and cardio, um, cardiorespiratory endurance is going to be good, right? So, when you think of, like, your cardio endurance, that's just, like, being able to run for a certain amount of time or just keep your breath for... A certain amount of time while you're doing a higher intensity activity. Muscular endurance is being able to lift a certain amount of weight for a longer period of time. Strength is important. Um, now with power, for me, that's with my athletes. What's power? Power is like how fast can you move a certain amount of weight versus how much weight can you move. Right? So let's say I have like 300 pounds. I'm squatting 300 pounds and then I can move it in like five seconds on the way up that takes a really long time to move up but let's say i can move it in one second that one second that's your power right interesting i've never heard of that before so um and then of course that's only going to be used for certain for certain uh for certain people Uh right there's no need for the average person to need to increase their power (laughs) Uh i mean unless you want to right Uh so i think your training needs to serve a purpose yes thank you strength muscular and cardio endurance and then mobility and then mental capacity so for me training is still a mental um, there's a mental aspect to it as well oh and also balance sorry to throw that in there so I try to make sure I hit all those things when I'm training people what's that 12 Mm -hmm. so yeah I try to make sure I hit all those things when I'm training people and also when I'm training myself Mm -hmm. Um, you don't really get a lot of people that worry about balance that much because when you're young, you think you do really well mm-hmm. until you hit like 30 or 40 and you can't <laughs> mm-hmm. even, you, you're tripping yeah. over the curb, right? Yeah. You trip over your feet. And yeah. Yeah. And, over air. and that's when I realized like, 
I try to steer away from the aesthetic side of things because that's going to come mm-hmm. when you start training. Mm. And when you start training with a purpose, you're more intentional with your efforts to get into the gym. Mm-hmm. You're more intentional with your actual efforts with the exercise, mm-hmm. right? And then you're more intentional with your with everything else that's going on in your day-to-day activities mm-hmm. that involve your, your fitness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, <laughs> so I wanted to point out the that moment you had, you were dying of laughter with being short in bodybuilding. So I think body dysmorphia is a huge thing in the bodybuilding industry. And then you, you know, I think we're talking about people being short and bodybuilding, you know, you find it funny, but you'd be surprised how many short people actually bodybuild. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wondering, like, why? Why do you want to do that? If it's about aesthetics, at some point, things do look disproportionate. You know? Mm-hmm. And even when you are tall, like, things look fucking extremely disproportionate when you're bodybuilding. Which is cool. If that's what you're going for, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I choose not to train bodybuilders either. Like, that's just a whole nother, whole nother realm. Uh-huh. whole nother realm um, and their idea of being fit is completely different than what mine is and that's why it's kind of hard for me to yeah take people in like that yeah. yeah I think your philosophy behind your training I did not expect from you or like I don't expect from personal trainers I don't know a lot of personal trainers but can you talk a little bit about your your philosophy behind like training and fitness well so your idea of personal trainers fits almost fucking everybody else's idea of what a personal trainer should be. So my thought on it is um, approaching it like a strength and conditioning coach. So, you know, I went to Wazoo for kinesiology and a lot of the stuff we learned was based around training athletes, right? After graduating, I went to the corporate um, corporate realm and transitioned out of that within two years and then got back into training athletes again. You know, and that's where I where I do well right so whenever I train your normal your average Joe right I always ask about the activities they're doing outside of the gym and to make sure that whatever we train it transfers over to whatever they do and most people have some type of physical activity so again that goes back to like training with the purpose right other than aesthetic reasons so yeah my philosophy on it is that it should be based around performance rather than how you look because your look doesn't mean that you're performing very well, uh-huh. right? Because there are a lot of people that look like they're not in shape, mm-hmm. but they're probably a lot more athletic mm-hmm. than someone that does look like they're in good shape. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, let's say um, let's say linemen, linemen. for football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Linemen or let's say your centers that are pretty overweight in basketball, the ones that don't look like they're in don't look aesthetically pleasing to the general population they're probably more in shape than your average Joe and you're basing your idea of what it means to be physically fit on how someone appears which Mm -hmm. is completely false Mm -hmm. completely false yeah and I actually think I mean that has a lot to do with how the media portrays what physically fit looks like Mm -hmm. right and of course we all know the media skews a lot of things which is why people have issues like body dysmorphia. 
to begin with. No, it's bad. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier, and I mentioned a little earlier too, when I was in my fitness journey in Utah, that I not only worked out twice a day, but I also meditated. You also mentioned fit to you meant mentally mm-hmm. fit, fit. And I think that's one aspect of fitness people don't think about a lot, but yeah. being mentally fit and how important that is too. What does mentally fit mean to you? So the ability to kind of block out any type of distractions, uh, that's one thing. So just focus. And uh, so mental acuity as well. So like, What's mental acuity? So so when I think of like mental acuity, I think of um, someone's ability to process information. Mm-hmm. So of course I had to Google it. Um, so mental acuity, mental acuity includes memory, focus, concentration, and understanding. And there are a lot of psychological benefits when it comes to exercise. And one thing that has always stuck with me was um, how exercise has slowed down the degradation of gray matter, mm-hmm. which is important for processing information in your brain, obviously. Mm-hmm. But so that's like my my thing that I tell a lot of my older clients you know they all understand I think they're mm-hmm. all on the same page which is good and they're, they're in it for the long haul you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 when I think of mentally fit I think about like the state of someone's well-being mm-hmm. mentally um, being aware mm-hmm. and uh, I think just the ability to <coughs> kind of be flexible yeah. um, in the way we think the way we receive information, the way we process it, do we respond versus react? I think, yeah, I just think it's an aspect of fit, of fitness that people don't think about too much. But yeah. I mean, if I think the older you get, it will be more more important. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't want to wait too long to try to start working out for the right reasons. Because mm-hmm. like again, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of the younger people they just want to look good. It's going to happen. As long as you stay consistent, come to the gym with a purpose and a clear mind. Everything else is going to fall into place. But I mean, for me, I'm working out to look good. Hawaii's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, I haven't worked out in... I don't even remember the last... Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember the last time I worked out, but I do. I think it it was earlier this year. Yeah. Because we got a membership at the Y. Which I haven't been to in like... It's been a couple months now. Shame need, on you. I need to get back there. Yeah. But, um... Again, I think a lot of the, sh- the struggle that people experience is just not having enough time, right? Mm-hmm. And you just... You need to make the time if it's important to you. For sure. It's all about values. Keep saying it every <laughs> fucking episode. It shows how much you really value your health. You know? just get a tattoo that says values. Just values. <laughs> <laughs> Intention. Hey, for real though. I think that's what we need. That's hilarious. But on the other hand, for me, I've been lucky. And usually I'll be on a good routine for a good few weeks, right? And then all of a sudden I'll get sick. And then I can't work out for like three weeks to two months. Crazy. And then I got to get fucking start from ground zero again. It sucks. But I've been really, really, really fucking good lately. But... Hoping I don't get sick again. I was feeling kind of shitty this morning, but mm. I think I'm okay now. Nice. I joined the Planet Fitness down the street, and no more clues, bro. 
Hey, y'all, man, there's hella Planet Fitness out here, man. Y'all don't know. But it was interesting just seeing, being in that type of gym. Because over at UW, like, we have our own area we can work out in. I don't have to be around people. I could just get in, get Mm -hmm. the fuck out. But at the Planet Fitness, I realized that I miss that that type of interaction with other Mm. people. Uh You know, this OG was chilling. And, you know, I'm doing my dynamic warm-up. Mm-hmm. This guy does not know we're recording a podcast right now. Fuck, <laughs> uh, bro. <laughs> your, your neighbor's like on the phone on speaker. <laughs> Seriously, he, oh, he's like, he's like, hey, I think I found him. <laughs> I think I, it's my neighbor. <laughs> and so, but anyway, so like I was showing at um, Planet Fitness, right? And then I saw this OG, like he was eyeing me with what I was doing for my warm up. And my warm up is typical to like, uh, like how athletes warm up on the field. And then I do these smaller exercises that you don't normally see people do in the gym mm-hmm. and so he's just watching me and i'm like damn boy checking me out i see you and he was checking you out yeah and so like it felt real good hey <laughs> and then so i went to um oh i finished my workout went home came back in a couple of days i see the guy again he uh-huh. gives Is me he a doing fist what you did oh no no he just oh. gives me a fist bump and i, I was like hey what's up man and like he he made an effort to stop by and say hi yeah you know what i mean and I miss that about going to mm. the gym because you see the same people around the same time that you work out yeah. and you're part of a community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a silent camaraderie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's dope. Like, before, before I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm in the gym. I get my shit done and I'm out. Uh-huh. And I'm out. But it yeah. feels good just to see see um, your, your regulars. Yeah. Yeah, your regulars and actually interact. Because at work... Everybody there knows me as the trainer that works. So they say hi, but it's different when you're working out. Interesting. When I used to work out in my apartment gym, most of the time it was just me in there. Yeah. Alone. And so I don't really have anybody. I just had, like, the TV screen. Yep. Um, Shout out to the... God, what show was that that got me through it? I used to just watch the shows. That's how I got my workouts done. Uh (laughs) Um, My my workouts used to be crazy. I used to do, like, one hour of cardio and then one hour of weightlifting. Yeah. Because I had hella time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So today's episode, I feel like we we're kind of just giving our own personal experiences with fitness and um, what it means to us. And I think that what would be helpful is to kind of give the listeners an idea of like how to approach your fitness journey if you're starting over again or if you're just starting for the first time, mm-hmm. right? What do you think people should take from this episode? when it comes to working out or just any type of exercise and how to approach it? Ooh. Um, I was going to say, you know, really think about your why. Yeah. Why are you, if this is your first time going into fitness, why are you going to start now? Mm -hmm. Because that why your reason is going to carry you through. Yep. Um, And if you are restarting your fitness journey, like if I were to go back into it again, again, why? What's your purpose and what's going to help you stick to it? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, I've thought about this before. Why would I go back into my fitness journey? And for me, I don't think it would be an aesthetic thing as much as it is a mental thing. Okay. Like I would work out to clear my mind. Yeah. And... I think, like you said, the other stuff will come with it, but for my why, that would be my why. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, you kind of took what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that was Uh, one of the Asian pears. Fuck, I had a clue, bro. That was a fruit (laughs) that dropped. 
Uh, so I was, I was gonna say that, uh, uh-huh. but I think that, I think that it's also important to understand how this is gonna help you out. So for you, it's the mental thing, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So how is that important to help you function? Uh, function through your day-to-day life, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, with the people that have that aesthetic focus, really think, like, how does looking good, how is looking good going to help you out? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might. It could, I mean, yeah. It yeah. could build confidence. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah, you know, for sure. And again, if that's what you want, shit, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about how I don't like training those those uh, people that only have that for their main goal, right? Yeah. But, hey, teach their own. Mm-hmm. Teach their own. So, remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you and vice versa. We're hoping this episode enlightened you and inspired you to get the fuck off the couch and hit the gym. (laughs) And also bring up these types of conversations with your community. To build a community within the gym. Or or anywhere else where you can find find yourself being physically active. (laughs) And hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at lifeinipodcast. Catch you guys later. See you there. There where? On Instagram. Oh, okay. (laughs) Until next time. All right, bye.